Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast featuring your host, Superfly. Got my boy Danny Daybar is open on the other end hosting with me as well. What's good? What's good, my dude? Happy to be alive. Day 1065 of a lockdown. Uh, yeah. Change of venue for me. I'm currently in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, Chungwood Wifey's family was able to make sure we got the time set aside for this. So definitely happy to, to be back with the people this week. Nice. Tell me about you, bro. How was that? How did that cut? Uh, the cut's looking a little bit faded. So, it's not as fresh as last yeah, week. I, I was just <laughs> looking at it last night. I was focused, I, had, I had this line on the left side and um, I like tried to like etch it in myself again, but I couldn't Ooh, fucking. That's tough, bro. I like, if you don't have the right machine, yeah. like, that's tough. I had like this little trimmer and I was I was trying to get a visual of like the side of my head, but I don't have like a dual mirror setup going. So uh-huh. um, I did all right. I mean, it's it's still like I still don't look like a bum compared to like 90 percent of America. But nah, you look good. You look good. Um, but I, but I, come it was, next it was week. Just so fresh last yeah. week. It was just so fresh. Well, I realized it because I know last week we talked about how we, when you get cuts, you're like, damn, if I was single, this would be a problem right now. But this week, I didn't have that same energy for some reason. I think as soon as the cut was done, like the next two days, I was feeling myself. And then like as the week uh, went on, I'm like, shit, I, I feel a little different. Like the novelty's wearing wearing off. Damn, I wonder if that's what I'm going through right now, bro, because I legit, I feel like I haven't got a cut in two weeks, bro. And I can easily say these last two weeks have been like the worst two weeks for me of like this whole lockdown. Cause bro, like I've been the fucking like not bitchy mood, bro, but just moody, bro. Like if anyone at work pops off of me the wrong way, like I'm fucking snapping back in Zoom meetings. Oh. I'm fucking cursing. I'm just like, bro, like <laughs> there's no more filter, bro. Like it's not nice and go lucky, daddy. I'm like, bro, fuck you. This is why the fuck I did this. Like, bro, I am legit. Like my fuse is this short. Yeah. Whereas maybe like I would say two months ago, like when this shit was going, I was like, yeah, you know, I understand. You know, people working from home, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, this is what the fuck I'm doing. What the fuck? Like, yo, I am like super on edge, bro. And I yeah. don't know. Maybe because I need a fucking haircut. But yeah, dude, I've been like, these last, this last week and a half has been very fucking like stressful for me at work. How about you? That's really weird. I feel like our work, like, atmosphere is oddly in sync because literally the past week and a week and a half or whatever have been like a nightmare for me. <clears throat> and I've been on edge too. Like, people ask for, simple shit but like at the wrong time and i'll fucking internally flip out and like kind of passive passive aggressively respond or just not respond at all and i'm like fucking fed up maybe with the fact that i can't like do shit i want to do or i'm just like over the work or something but literally monday out for like a solid two hours or something i was contemplating quitting and I was like, yo, this po- we gotta fucking get this podcast off the ground now, like, because yeah. I might not, I might be unemployed in like 24 hours. Like, I was so just fed up with life and work and everything. I'm like, and then Joe Rogan announces his fucking deal and shit. I'm like, I'm doing this all wrong. Like, whatever the universe has in store has to fucking put this shit uh, into into implementation, like right now right now dude that's funny dude like i haven't contemplated quitting just yet but i've definitely there's definitely been moments where i'm just like this is like this this, as of may bro is the first time where i'm counting down to like the friday you know what i mean like whereas normally i'm just like all right it's whatever today is let's make the most of it let's have a great day and this is like the first time these last two weeks where i'm like 
damn, it's only Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't been in the mindset at all this whole fucking lockdown. But yeah, recently I've been like, and then dude, it may just be that I'm like with family now. So like I have, I know I could be doing other shit. You know what I mean? Like I have my girlfriend and her family in the room. I have like, when I'm with my aunt, I have my family in the other room. So maybe it's like that, like, yo, I don't want to be doing this shit when I know I could be hanging out with them. Yeah. But bro, like, yeah, these past two weeks, bro, if anyone is like, I've been in Zoom meeting and if anyone gives me lip, I either just shut down and don't say anything or I just go off. I'm just like, bro, let's wrap this shit up so I don't get fired today because like, yo, I'm not in the fucking mood. <laughs> For real. And I feel like no one else, I mean, maybe they share the same feelings about everything going on, but like some people I know are just straight up overachieving. Fucking, they're like two hours ahead because a lot of the people I work with are central time and shit. They're hitting me up at like seven o'clock my time. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think it's all, a lot of them have kids and shit and like are just avoiding their actual responsibilities or their husband or whatever it is. But I don't, I'm not trying to fucking basically be your entertainment and be expected <laughs> to respond. Like it's just nonstop for some people. And that, I think that's driving me crazy. Like they don't Dude, know how so to shut off. So people know, like, I don't really have a cutoff time for work, but like, don't, like, I usually don't respond before 9 a.m. So, dude, I had a couple, like, important emails, like, uh, I think yesterday, like, and it came at, like, 8.50. And I was like, bro, I responded to 901. Like, yo, you know, fucking... Yeah, I'm petty like that, like, too. Like, like, yo, you know, yo, I don't start till 901, fam. Like, yo, don't be hitting <laughs> me up before. And the thing is, if you were to respond at 8.50, they'll get used to that shit. Before you know it, it's 8.45. Then they're hitting you up at 6.30 a.m. And it's like, you can't train them to to kind of get comfortable with that. I know, bro. And then, like, it's funny. Like, we announced, like, dude, because I was doing the episode from New Jersey, New York. And, like, New York announced they're postponing their fucking lockdown for another month. Um, what's the latest in L.A., though, as far as, like, any updates? As far as, like, is it three months? Is that, was that completely they, bullshit? They, they keep uh, flip-flopping. I think right now it's... They're hopeful that july 4th is when shit will basically open up but i think it's more so like retail shops and stuff i don't think it's like straight up everything i think they're still gonna be gradual with it like i wouldn't expect any like large venues like concerts and theaters and stuff to open up for till probably like end of summer at the late or the earliest did you, did you get an email from the jack harlow event like when is that being pushed back to yeah so they funny you asked they emailed me i think earlier this week they basically are saying hey we don't have a date but the um event host still wants to hold the event um so if you don't want to wait get your money now if not just hold on to your tickets so it sounds like jack assuming he's calling the shots or his manager or whatever really wants this to still happen so do i um so i, I don't know when it's gonna happen but i hope this shit is not like on a monday at 2 p.m or something a month from now like it it better be on the weekend kind of like how i had anticipated it was gonna be set up, yeah i'm definitely going hard whenever it is so I'm so, I officially got the email. so i had a so the reason why i asked that's because i got an email today from uh the weekend i just started the weekend and posted today officially then we got the email after that so i had tickets for the weekend june whatever next month at some point on a saturday or something and that got officially pushed back to july 2021 so it's a year away but he's officially happy i think there's only one city that got canceled completely so i mean at least i have a, a, a date and like obviously the weekend's fire so i definitely want to 
I want to go see that concert, but it just sucks that it's a year from now when I was looking, so looking forward to it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, bro, that I have, so Florida is pretty much opening up completely this fucking weekend, like completely. So like we already made reservations for one of my boy's birthday parties for on June 18th. Damn. I'm like, bro, we going out, we're going to eat. Like we're gonna figure this shit out. I'm 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 literally gonna order like a dope mask, like a, a more fashionable mask. Cause the mask I got right now is like some like it's nice, like it does its job, but like it doesn't really go with like any outfit. So yeah. I'm gonna get like a nice mask. I'm like, bro, we're gonna get our fits right. Like I'm gonna fuck. Like Damn. yo, we're gonna celebrate your birthday hard, bro. Like I'm over this shit. And this past weekend is probably another reason why I'm over like uh, lockdown, because this past weekend it was my uncle. We were we were meant to be in Cancun, and then we threw my uncle his 40th birthday party, and we had like exactly like 12 people over in the house and like that was cool to finally like be with people and then like on monday to go back to complete lockdown i was like bro fuck this bro like i was just so <laughs> over it bro and i really think the entire world or at least america i feel like it was a nice weekend everywhere and everyone was over like the lockdown this weekend bro because i saw like videos and pictures of like on instagram of, like everyone socializing and saying yo fuck this social distance if we get this shit we get this shit bro like let's keep it fucking moving because Bro, people are fucking over it, bro. Like, I, I, dude, I was one of those people like, yo, let's chill. Let's not open this shit up too quickly. But now I'm like, bro, fuck it, bro. We get this shit. We get this shit. Bro. Like, yeah. I'm over it. For real. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone could agree that, like, we are all willing and anticipating this would maybe take a month or two. But, like, as soon as we hear, like, the fucking years basically canceled, we're like, fuck yeah. this shit. Like, we had all these plans like i don't even know if i can do anything this whole fucking year so i think people are just getting fed up and I, i'm in the same boat i'm like if i catch this shit like whatever like at least i'll be in the club or something dying but <laughs> i'm so sick of being at home sometimes like i'm a homebody too and i'm just i can't play fucking video games for eight hours a day every single day or just get hammered every day like it's getting old Bro, dude, I'm a homebody too, but like, yeah, 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 I'm over it, bro. Like, I'm over it. And then, like, I get, I still can't get comfortable, like, working from home, like, at a desk. Like, I feel like I'm fucking, like, my back is completely fucked every day. I'm like, bro, like, I just want to go back to my desk or even not, like, I, I don't know, man. It's just like so many little things are irking me right now. I'm just like, bro, first of all, I'm grateful for the podcast. Like, it's a platform just to get this shit out and, like, not have to deal with the same, like, mundane shit from Monday through Friday. Yeah. But yeah, bro, I, I physically felt myself this Saturday, like, damn, bro, I really fucking miss having people around, bro. Like, dude, like that first shot together was phenomenal. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, it was just good energy. I'm like, bro, I need that shit more in my life. So yeah, so if, if the next time I go out, it's not till June 9th, 19th, so be it. Oh, dude, but we're actually, so in Rhode Island, they, they have, they only have like, like an only, it's still very sad. They only have 500 deaths um, reported off this shit. So, dude, the whole family tomorrow is going to a restaurant. Like, we have reservations. Uh, it's outdoor seating. Uh, my girlfriend's mom knows the owner, so they're gonna they're gonna make sure we're not gonna get sick at all. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, yeah, let's go out. Fuck it, cause I'm like, I'm I'm all about it, bro. So let's fucking do that shit. So damn. Uh, we're doing that uh, tomorrow night. So knock on wood, I eat some like fire pasta and you know don't get this shit. But it is what it is. Who would have thought doing some simple shit like that would make you look like a like a chic on Instagram like or something? <laughs> just doing regular shit, like making everyone jealous. The, yeah, the like crazy thing is a local restaurant is like, damn, that nigga wild. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like something as simple as that is huge on my priority list. And I don't even recall going to a restaurant being that fun, but like in hindsight, like just doing that alone can break the monotony in the week or whatever. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. That's 
what I'm, I'm looking for. I'm going back to New York uh, slash New Jersey for the weekend, for Memorial Day weekend. Um, we're going to have another family function on Saturday with like 10 to 15 people over. So yeah, dude, I'm all about it, bro. Cause this, this, this whole, like maybe Monday through Friday is one thing, bro, bro. But when the weekend comes, you're like, dude, what the fuck am I doing inside right now? Like that's the shit that like, irks me, bro. Um, you got any plans before we get to the episode, you got any plans for more of it? Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but I actually did a staycation in Marina Del Rey, which is kind of near Venice beach. Um, obviously by the beach and the crazy thing is we we did go to the beach like around sunset and it was just flooded with people like obviously the bars and stuff were closed but it was dope because you could order a drink from the bar they put it in a styrofoam cup you could nice. literally go to the beach drink like it was as if literally nothing changed no cops around nothing like the vibe was on point like it was almost like a, it felt like a festival weekend or something like Everyone's just ever not like, feel safe? No. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to feel, um, I guess, like I'm in a dangerous environment unless I'm like actively touching other people. Like we were sitting on the sand and stuff. So I don't know, like the specifics on how contagious something like contact with sand or whatever might be. But, you know, yeah. it, was, it was in the open, like air is flowing freely. I was kind of making sure I was not rubbing shoulders with people and stuff but yeah generally speaking i haven't i'm not afraid of the virus like at all anymore i guess i don't know i yeah. do hand sanitizer and shit still but like again i feel like it's one of those things i can't like completely avoid i mean i heard a lot of people who are staying home or catching this shit so i feel like there's not a whole lot you can really do did you um have to wear a mask when you were walking around um, no one enforced it. I mean, maybe if, if cops were around, they would have told me to, but I didn't wear it because it was, it was too hot and the one I had was uncomfortable as fuck and nobody else was wearing it. So in my mind, I'm like, unless some motherfucker is sneezing and shit near me, like I'll probably be good. And I had a, a Jameson margarita combo. Nice. So I figured if anything came into my system, it would get too faded to infect me. Nice. Dude. Oh, but also just, you know, um, tell Sarah, I've a tiger in it. Um, bro, so from the book she sent me, uh, the fanciest fuck cocktails, yeah. we made the Long Island iced teas uh, uh -huh. in the book for the for the birthday party. Yeah. Bro, went over so well, bro. Like, nice. So that was like it was nice, like have like I'm glad I got the book because like I'm trying to like maybe do like a cocktail every weekend. Yeah. Bro, some of those fucking cocktails. Uh, for those listening, the it's uh the Vanderpump Rules people has a, have a cocktail book called uh, as a cocktail as fuck. Um. And bro, yeah, they have some really trashy drinks and really classy drinks as well. I think the the Long Island IT was on the trashy side, which is phenomenal. So uh, <laughs> I definitely made made the weekend a little bit better for sure. So yeah, I'll see what I make this weekend. Nice. Um, all right, man, let's get into it. Um, to this episode, episode twenty one is called. It was all a stream. I think we've had a few episodes already um, about streaming. Obviously, in the modern world, uh, streaming is such a I know controversial, there's no black and white of what work, what is the correct numbers for somebody, what is it? It seems sometimes that all the numbers count. Um, I think the reason why I wanted to bring up this subject because um, there was multiple like complaints or disagreements about what numbers should count and it kind of coincides with the with the Gooba Takashi 69 number from last week. So apparently he was under the assumption and then went on IG to fucking call out billboards 
and call out um, Justin uh, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande for their number, uh, their song "Stuck on You" going number one, uh, where he thought his number should have gone number one. And he was saying that he called Billboard, and apparently Billboard explained to him that whoever went number one, uh, apparently you used like six different credit cards to purchase songs the last minute, blah 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 blah. So again, super controversial because it's like it really feels like what. Jay Z and Nicki Minaj, people in the past have said it. You can really manipulate those numbers if you want to. You know what I mean? So, um, what was your take on the whole like on that breakdown of Takashi? And we'll get into Nav and I think Kid yeah. has an example of that as well. Yeah, I think generally speaking, I'm I'm not really a fan of the Billboard being the ultimate measure of like how hot a song is because it seems like everyone's um, quote unquote cheating with all these you know bundle releases and, and shit like that to inflate the numbers but I feel like everyone's trying to play that game it's just if it doesn't work for them then they get pissed off yeah um, which is also like the hypocritical aspect of it um and in terms of I mean it's similar to like the Grammys for instance like everyone talks shit like oh don't pay attention like the awards don't matter and shit but as soon as they don't win then all of a sudden it's you know fucked up award ceremony we got to protest this and do all that boycott it um yeah so it's really i think it's sore losers kind of pointing out the fact that they didn't win obviously if, if people are you know using credit cards and you know doing shit like bieber suggested you know putting your phone on silent and playing songs and stuff like i think all that combined is fishy and i feel i feel like a lot of these artists are probably doing a lot of this shit behind the scenes in terms of takashi i don't I didn't read uh, Ariana's full response because that shit was like 10 paragraphs and I didn't really give a fuck, but... Dude, but they all responded, bro. Billboard responded yeah. to him. Scooter Bronson, does it say Scooter? Uh, Bieber's manager Bieber responded, responded as well. Too. Bieber think... responded, bro. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, first of all, like, there has... So my thing with that, like, there has to be some truth to it, right? Like, I think some of the shit Takashi was saying was true. Um, the, to, for these four... Like, for these four entities that fucking come back at him so aggressively, bro. Because if it was me, like, kind of to the point where we were saying about Meek Mill last week, I'm like, bro, like, don't fucking respond. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I feel like there's some kind of truth to Bieber and Grande, like, kind of manipulating the numbers as well. Um, did they address Takashi directly? I know Ariana did, did it, but bro. Did... No, so uh, uh, Justin and uh, Scooter did. They and, tagged and him? Or they... Billboard, Billboard fucking tagged him as well. Damn. Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, normally I would say like, uh, you know, that it's kind of the elephant in the room, so they have no choice. But everyone knows he's Takashi's known for trolling, so I guess it's like a boy cried wolf sort of situation where um, you would think you should ignore him. So maybe it is is it is true in the sense that you know, uh, yeah, that's my thing. There, there has to be some manipulation of it. Um, maybe it's not the extent that he was like implying. But I mean, I guess like they were all, I mean, I feel like they all three had the same exact response, minus Billboard, is that like, this was their strategy that they don't release their numbers until Friday once they see how everything is going. And I guess they do like a final marketing push just to get them over the hill. Um, but not again, dude, like it's, so for that particular topic of Takashi not going number one, dude, it just felt like, to your point, like the, like almost like whining, bro, cause like, Bro, you're the guy that is always talking about numbers and numbers don't lie, blah, 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 blah. So now when you, the numbers don't fall in your favor, now you're fucking calling out other artists? Like, yo, get the fuck yeah. out of here, bro. Like, 
Like that's the part where it rubbed me the wrong way. Like I, I, I don't agree with, with all these artists trying to fucking manipulate these numbers and make it do one thing or the other. But bro, you, you of all people can't be saying this shit when you're the right. one that all you do is go by the numbers the way they are when they benefit you. And now the one time it doesn't because you wanted to go number one out of jail. And you fucking what? I think he finished third or fourth, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here! Come on, dude. Yeah. Having a top ten record, ten days out of prison, is a fucking good look, bro. Like, right. That's where I'm like, okay, don't complain. Like, you're still doing good for yourself after all the bullshit. And I feel like all the artists are doing this to some degree. Like, for instance, Post Malone. I think when he released Rockstar, they yep, his label he or something. A, he the like hook in the beginning the or some shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, something that like that. Yeah, and it counted or the, how artists will have fucking like we'll get to nav soon but like a hundred songs on their album and then i think that runs up the stream numbers for the album too and like everyone's doing it and i think it's not necessarily the fault of the artist because it's not like illegal at least it doesn't se seem like they're really doing anything illegal they're just doing shit that's not that rubs people the wrong way because it's not like authentic to to actual demand it's kind of like forcing people to like run up the numbers dude it's inflated uh, as fuck these are inflated as fucking yeah. numbers bro like inflated yeah. in a time where people aren't buying albums i get that dude but these number of sales like cause remember I, I we made a comment a few weeks so i'm like damn this dude sold two hundred thousand records that sounds fucking crazy and then when you see like where these these fucking purchases are from you're like oh that makes sense you bought a t-shirt and that's an album <laughs> like that's yeah. like, like what right um but yeah, at least for the Takashi day, I'm like, bro, like, it really rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, bro, like, you should be over the moon. You're a top five album right now in the country, a top five song in the country, and you're mad that you're not number one. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, but then as far as the Nav thing, bro, so what we brought up talking offline is that apparently, like, so Nav finish is going to finish number one either this week or next week on the Billboard for number one album in the country with uh, with good intentions. And apparently, because he did a collaboration with uh, Virgil. With Virgil, uh, yeah. Yeah, so apparently if you bought the shirt, you got the code for the album as well, and that counted as an album purchase. So that's why I think like 67,000 came from that, and another uh -huh. 70,000 came from actual album sales. So yeah. that made him number one over Drake um, going into uh, this week of the uh, of the Billboard. So how does that make you feel like these bundle packages? Because apparently uh, Kid Cudi just did the same thing for his 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 single, and that also made that single jump up on the on the chart. Because obviously in a world of hype beast, uh, people rather fucking you know buy the album, buy the buy fucking merch than mm -hmm. actually you know give a fuck about the music. I think from Nav's standpoint, it's a smart business move, but. I think that's like the fundamental issue is it's almost not about the music anymore. It's about just like the hype and the, you know, the dollar signs attached to it as opposed to the demand. Cause I think I've read or heard somewhere that like actual physical sales were like abysmal or something. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't make any fucking sense if it's all because of, you know, you get a pair of free Nikes or some shit that you always wanted with the bundle. Like, yeah. All that stuff is super misleading. From Nav's standpoint, I get it. Like, get your money. I'd probably do the same shit too. But whoever's the the keeper of of the numbers and the billboards and all those people, like, I think this is a stupid way to measure how successful an album is. Just, I don't understand who co-signed this method of, you know, treating these numbers authentic if if there's all this extra shit behind it. And I think Kalani did something similar. But her clothing was like authentic to her. It wasn't like 
backed by Yeezy or some shit to make everyone want to buy it. It was just like her, her shit. Brand or something? Yeah, her brand, like just her name or something. I don't know what it was, but okay. something only a true fan would actually want. So at least it's fans buying into it. Whereas with the XO stuff and the Virgil and stuff, like I think people who are like, you know, very casual NAB fans or maybe not even really NAB fans at all, maybe more so weekend fans are buying that shit. So yeah. I think it's it's like and the merch is fire, by the way. Like, yeah, it looked dope. It looked like dope fire. as hell. But yeah. it's like if if it wasn't that collaboration, I I think it's fair to say it probably wouldn't have nearly the amount of success it had for him. Dude, I agree with that 100. percent I'm like a Nav fan, but like that just like again, it just rubs me the wrong way. Like it just doesn't feel authentic. But then, dude, I go back if you dude if you go back to fucking like I think it was like 2013 when uh when jay-z dropped dropped the the magna carter album mm -hmm. but he had that partnership with samsung yeah. and it's like if you had a samsung galaxy you got the album four days in advance i think yeah. for free and then that made the album like sell a million records in the first week and i'm just like but like like it's just like there like you didn't fucking like buy it you just have it like you just get it because you have a samsung galaxy i'm like bro like right. how does that how does that count it's like that's like i guess this is like a new trick but I guess it just seems so blatant now um, where I think when Jay-Z did it, it seemed like kind of genius, mm -hmm. but I guess because it never happened again for a while, no one ever talked about it. But like Jay-Z did the same thing fucking like fucking seven years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I didn't fucking do more research, but I should have, so shame on me. But like, dude, there has to be something that's happening with the numbers too with this like bundle package, bro. Because like people are dropping an album and then six weeks later dropping the like the deluxe version of the album and i'm mm -hmm. like the fuck is going like, it doesn't make any sense like wh why not just drop all fucking 25 tracks if that's what you have for the album that day like why are you waiting two or six weeks later so yeah. there, there has to be another thing that they're seeing as a glitch in the system to inflate those original numbers by making it a deluxe version yeah i do remember hearing something about that as well but what for whatever reason releasing that deluxe uh, piece after the fact does help inflate the numbers as does having I think more tracks than you know keeping five or something on the on the, yeah. the list so I think all that combined is just to run up the numbers and I'm also gonna be really pissed off if they start like incorporating fucking number of Fortnite players logged into the release of this and the Travis Scott thing <laughs> yeah and it's just like every little thing that like implies you might have the slightest interest in this song or artist just gets added to the fucking numbers and it's ridiculous because i remember vividly getting into the car asking my mom or whatever can i have this album like waiting in line you know making sure i got it and shit whereas now it's like i can tune into an album just because i'm bored and kind of interested yeah and, and run up that person's numbers so i think it's stupid to have this thing i feel like they should have some sort of uh, provide some sort of uh benefit or option or something for people to kind of tap into out al uh, albums and stuff like earlier so that they can like you know filter out the people that are just casual listeners listeners of the algorithms like automatically playing shit for them or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i can just be more accurate with it i don't know what that would look like but yeah i don't know the solution something. either man but yeah i remember that and i, I, I remember dude, being a kid yeah and good time my mom like yo there's a sam goody down the road can we go walk in and get this album or you know fucking asking my dad to ship me an album when i was living in india like bro so much work used to go into getting music and now it's again it's just society i get it we're moving in a complete technology-based world but yeah bro like i don't 
do you think that makes like older artists just fucking hate new artists like bro you're like popping and you probably shouldn't be right now because like people just see your sh you know what i mean like if i was an older artist from like the 90s i'd be like yo fuck these new artists bro they don't do any work and go fucking platinum it's like bro you know how much work i had to do to fucking go yeah. platinum you know what i mean like you know how good my music had to be for people to buy my shit and you're just putting out like maybe two hot songs and because in a fucking album of 36 like the shit yeah. just goes platinum like i would fucking feel some kind of way if i was like an, an artist from back in the day yeah i mean i'm sure they're salty about it but i feel like they they probably feel like they have more longevity too because like someone like little pump for instance came up really easily it's not like he was performing in dive bars for like 10 years of his life trying to make it but at the same True. time he he might straight up disappear if he doesn't figure some shit out in the next like two years so i don't know yeah yeah that's a good point too longevity is probably in more in the favor of those the older artists yeah but yeah it just it just sucks that like you're not getting because i feel like what uh what, what um labels are doing brother seeing these numbers and then we're forced to get more and more of these artists who maybe aren't that good and maybe mm. those actual like quality artists are being pushed to the bottom because yeah. like their numbers aren't being as inflated as like some again i can't knock these people for taking advantage of what the system is right like that saying like hate the, don't hate the player hate the game but it's like bro like come on like and i go back to french montana all the time i'm like bro come on we know your album didn't go gold in one second like your yeah. album wasn't that good you had one <laughs> really good song with drake and that shit was amazing and that's the reason why for some reason that one good song makes your entire album because the system works Go yeah. number one, bro. So even like, I know, yeah, not, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like the features and shit. I think are another whole element that it makes it somewhat unfair for some people. But yeah, dude, and like, and I, and I, I thoroughly. We'll go to this in a second. I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, future album High Off Life. I think it's probably one of his better albums in the past like four or five years. Um, but even that one went gold in half an hour because it had the Life Is Good fucking feature. You know what I mean? So like, it just like it's just so funny when you have like one hit. Like, bro, your numbers are fucking through the roof within 25 seconds of the shit being released. Mm -hmm. Or it's like the uh, dude who uh, contributed like two words to some, to fucking God's plan or something. And now his Wiki, uh, Wikipedia page says Grammy nominated fucking <laughs> songwriter or some shit. Just because he said a couple oohs and ahs in the, in the middle of the song. Dude, the guy who brought fucking pizza to fucking Kanye's room at four <laughs> in the morning is getting a fucking writer's credit for like stopping by like... <laughs> Probably. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to High Off Life? Uh, I did. Not like in its entirety. I kind of like had it playing in the background. My favorite song, I mean, we could save it for, for Heat of the Week, but um, that's my favorite song off the track. It was, it was a pretty dope album. Nothing like, I think it was literally exactly what I was expecting from, uh, from him. Was it? I was, I was hoping for better, but I wasn't expecting better. Okay, so this is my favorite album, I would say, in the last two that he's released, because, like, you know he's off drugs, but it still has that, like, trap, like, feel to it, that he's not just mumbling and it's nonsense. Like, I, like, there was, like, very, like, cohesiveness to this one. Um, I think maybe My Heat of the Week is also off it, but, like, yeah, I, I don't know, I thought it was, like, a better, his, compared to his last two albums, this was a very, like, better than those. And then, bro, like, if you think, like, I've been to two Future concerts now, bro, his catalog is just so long. And, dude, if he ever did one of these fucking garbage IG Live versus things, bro, he would mop the floor with whoever the fuck he went against, bro. Like, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. putting him up against anybody, bro, because this motherfucker has hits, bro. Like, 
because uh, I have like the essential future playlist on Apple Music. Bro, uh -huh. most artists is like 10 to 12 songs. This motherfucker's just like 35, bro. Like, it's just, <laughs> just like so. No, he's got a lot. And yeah, they're all bangers. And I feel like he's finally reached that, uh, that status where people are considering him like one of the founding fathers of like this era, like the, the new school trap yeah, dude. rapper dudes. Yeah, dude, I think he's like a, he's a goat in that, in that, um, in that sphere, bro. Like even the song he has, and I finally heard an NBA Youngboy song now because of him. He has a song called Trillionaire with him. And bro, the way they go back and forth with like, first of all, like how are you going back and forth during like lockdown? Like is he there next to you? Like how's this happening? Right. Like it just sounded fucking so well composed and put together. So like there's so much like people like kind of are dismissive of him because it is like trap, trap music. But like, bro, there's some like very eloquent, sophisticated shit he's doing with his voice and the beat to like make these things go up to a different level. So yeah, I know like kudos to him for putting out a solid piece of work. Yep, shout out to Future. All right, bro. So I know there's some uh, some theories and stuff stuff you wanted to jump into, man. So let's. Uh, you're a more of an expert on the newer school of artists, and I'll I'll chime in for what I what I know about it. For sure. Yeah. So I guess this will be my uh, theory drop of the day. But yep. um, shout out to Hello Yasin. He was actually the the YouTuber that I've been following him for a couple years. He he posts really like introspective deep and detailed uh youtube videos about hip-hop and hip-hop artists so okay. this video popped up said the dark side of Leroy, and a lot of with a lot of these video titles and stuff you can never tell like how clickbaity they are and like what they're actually going to reveal like oh he you know he smoked weed when he was eight or some shit but and isn't he isn't he like 16 right now i think so okay, um so he's mad but young right now. yeah he's mad young i've always been curious about these young artists because like his content is very mature um and i'm like there's no way like you know someone who's like 13 or whatever has had that much experience to like very confidently and skillfully you know do music and execute it like this perfectly especially some random kid in australia so i know uh hello yazine was gonna um shed some light on some shit. Yeah. yeah and um so i watched the video it's pretty lengthy um but it, it has a very like i don't know like uh research project school vibe to it oh actually. yeah dude. it's like, it's like a powerpoint yeah. yeah powerpoint presentation on youtube and shit uh, but very well thought out and essentially to to break it down uh the gist of it is that he's uh Leroy essentially lied about his come up or exaggerated certain aspects claiming he was broke and you know his mom was like pivotal pivotal um and you know getting his career off the ground and stuff and like no one else you know was really part of the the picture um at least in the early stages uh, mm -hmm. but come to find out this dj in australia i think his name is marcus jr mm -hmm. or he goes by marcus jr apparently Leroy had reached out to him or someone in his camp or affiliated to put him on in his early days apparently this dude made beats for him hosted parties with his own money and all kinds of stuff and then eventually label people got involved and they kind of his mom or uh Leroy himself kind of pushed him to the side kicked him out of the picture and also allegedly his dad's uh well connected in the industry has technical credits with like Joe Budden pump it up and oh shit. um uh Nelly hot in here and all kinds of shit so uh it seems like this you know this diamond in the rough story of 
you know, coming up with nobody else to help him out and stuff is uh, super exaggerated. And also his day one homie who like kind of showed him the ropes and everything is has been kind of pushed to the side, which is obviously fucked up. Um, I mean, business is business, but at the same time, it's it kind of reveals your true character if, if this is what actually went down. Um, right. So I thought it was interesting that he um, put all this together and was able to find all this information. I don't think anyone from Leroy and his family and stuff, I don't think have responded to it, but his, I want to say, current uh, DJ or manager did directly respond to this YouTuber uh, yep. saying, threatening to, to have it taken down and maybe legal action would be taken and all kinds of stuff. I think pretty so wild. they did take down one video, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they claim, because I remember the video did play, uh, so Leroy had um, remixed Used to Us by Future and Drake. I know the beat played, and I don't, I'm don't. i not too sure with how the algorithm works, but I believe that's why they claimed it. Like, the beat obviously uh, triggered something, but maybe that was like a, a cover-up for, for why they took down the video. So it's all pretty crazy that, that this all went down. So then how did it like so in your perspective though so as someone who enjoys the culture and obviously we, we have this platform to discuss it did you do you care one and then does do you like if he like does that change your perspective on like a 16 rapper right now yeah that's a good point i think similar to our last episode like with takashi i'm able to separate the artist from the music depending on like how severe you know this person's actions um conflicts with my own personal values and shit like i know business is business and i don't really 100 percent know what went down because i don't know any of these motherfuckers but right right right. so for me i'm gonna, con gonna continue to listen to kid Leroy's me Leroy's music i think his, it's dope like i like it you know it's not not my family or anything that was personally affected am i you know, if, if it came down to it, would I want to do business with him or something? Sure. I mean, I'd be super cautious, but at the same time, like when it comes to streaming a random ass song from somebody I don't know, like I'm not going to think that deep about it. But if anything, I think it goes to show that a lot of these rappers are exaggerating their come up story and that they should be more authentic because at the end of the day, I don't even really think he's writing his shit or anything. So it's like, what difference does it make if you know you were broke and fucking living in a abandoned warehouse or whatever he he claimed to have been doing like yeah, just be yeah. yourself make good music i really don't think anyone gives a fuck and takashi's like peer proof of that yeah dude and like i would just say i i agree with that completely so I, there's a couple examples of this happening before though right so if you look at dude there was in the early 2000 when jay-z was getting rid of damon dash and like all of rockefeller right like all right, dude, Jay-Z still goes fucking quadruple platinum every album. Like, no one gives a fuck, right? Like, he's just a businessman. If he felt like doing business with certain people wasn't to his advantage, you're, you're out the fucking picture. So, like, for me, like, all right, you, you, you fucking did someone dirty because you wanted to, like, progress your career. I mean, again, like, I wouldn't do it, but, like, I'm not going to get mad at you if you're now on fucking a certain platform that you felt you couldn't get to with someone else, like, with you. So, right. I'm not mad at him. Like, yeah, like, like you, I'll maybe be precautious if I were to do business with him, but I mean, that's just the cost of doing business, bro. Like, I thought the guy, what's the guys who did the YouTube uh, thing on him? Uh, Hello Yassine. 
Dude, that was very well done. Very like intricate. Again, I felt like like a PowerPoint presentation in college. Like, yeah, the way like information was coming at you. But bro, like, it's almost like, dude, I personally don't care. Like, I, you can't be believing what a fucking thirteen year or fourteen year old is saying. Like, yeah. if that's like, if you think what that person is saying is gospel, dude, like, you have an issue to worry about, bro. I don't think we should be so concerned about what what his background story is. It's like, yeah. bro, like, you have the issue because, like. Bro, like, so for example, like, I don't even, when I was listening to him, and I, you've sent me like a couple of songs that both have been fucking very, very well done. Like, I'm not like, oh, but dude, where did this 14-year-old get this production quality? I'm like, yo, this is fire, bro. Like, that's all I'm worried about, and I'm happy to hear it. Um, obviously, with Jaden Smith, like another 16-year-old at the time that I was listening to, obviously, I know his family's a fucking gazillionaires, so he, he can afford certain shit. But, bro, like, I'm not thinking, yo, did he write this, did he not write this? I'm like, bro, this is good. I'm listening to it end of fucking story, right? Like yep. if, if he's a good dude, if he if he lied about being broke and he was actually rich the whole time, like bro, how does that change my life? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it's just yeah, I wanna listen to good music, this is good. Let's keep it fucking moving, bro. So For that's sure. like that's my only perspective with that. Like it was a very well done like breakdown of what this child's background is. But at the end of the day, bro, you're doing investigation reporting on a fucking at the time twelve year old who's now sixteen and you're get you're holding shit against him like dude who gives a fuck bro like yeah. that's, that was that was my perspective on it and i think that's another point is is the age like i'm not going to hold something someone accountable for making you know quote unquote the wrong business decision at 12 years old or whatever he was um obviously the parents uh, it sounds like the mom was pivotal in this like as any mom of like a up and coming child star would you know they have a tendency right. to be like greedy and Think about the bigger picture, like as opposed to you know being worried about who who the day ones you're fucking with and shit are. So, yeah, I'm not gonna really sit here and like you know try to demonize him for some decision he made at in fifth grade or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, dude, I think he was on the like I think one of the clips in the uh, in the in the piece that you sent me was that he was also a no jumper and being very dismissive of like some dude who helped him out. But bro, like think about it dude when you're a kid that age you lie bro like you know you lie about certain shit so like i'm not gonna hold that against him because like he felt like oh if i if i say too much like i'll lose street credit or whatever or you know the trolls will get me online like bro like you're that young you're gonna be influenced by a lot of things man so if he was a 35 year old man maybe doing it doing this maybe i'll treat a little bit differently but bro, at the end of the day, like it's a fucking child. Bro. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, like, he's probably he probably has no say in any of this shit. Yeah, I would say like so if he's saying that himself at this point, I think it's it might be a little foul. But like again, I don't know behind the scenes, like what if like his management and everything's like, yo, you better not say a fucking word about any yeah. of this. Otherwise, we're gonna fucking clap all the deals that we gave you and just throw it away. Dude, but uh, that might be it. That might just be it. Like he's like, bro, like we need your like persona to be this broke Aussie kid who can write great raps and did it by himself. And, like that's who you are, and no one helped you out. Like that might be like the like yeah. what his label is telling him to do. It, it, I think he signed to Columbia Records, right? Uh, I, either that or I think it might be Atlantic. Okay, so I think he signed by a major label though, right? Yeah. So Definitely. they may want to be protecting that that um that persona man dude i think about it's like when bow wow was what 13 or 14 rapping like uh -huh. bro we knew that he wasn't writing that shit like no one was fucking like 
getting mad at him like bro like come on bro like i get like i feel bad for this one guy like if this guy marcus really fucking helped this kid like be put on yeah. do i do i feel bad for him that's like a different question like yes like yo i feel bad for him but bro like people get fucking cut out of business deals every fucking day in corporate america but like yeah. it's just like the cost of doing business sometimes like that's true sometimes you may be the person who pushes a person up to like another pedestal but if you have no actual skill or something in the process like what's there's no reason for the label to bring you along for the ride besides saying hey thanks for all the hard work you've done we'll take yeah. it from here bro yeah. like yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a harsh reality, too, that we have to bring up. And I, I don't I'd be curious to hear what the dude Marcus Jr. has to say about everything. I think he's done a little couple Instagram lives here and there, but I haven't really heard detailed information about what happened other than like, you know, I, I did this for you sort of thing. It's kind of yeah. like the story of like the dude who pitches, I don't know, fucking Zuckerberg. I think the two dudes like pitched some idea and Zuckerberg took it and fucking made Facebook what it is. And it's like, right. You know, it it's it sucks, but at the same time, like you should have taken precaution and like solidified something legally. I don't know. Like I just feel like if you're sitting on a gold mine, you should probably uh you know, do your due diligence to make sure you don't get fucked. And again, I don't I don't have the intricate details of like how specifically everything went down and what they told him, but to your point, like business is dirty like this music shit isn't really you know just art and fucking being real it's like there's so much shit behind the scenes and people just get fucked shit, up man, yeah, I like the, the music industry is the most cutthroat of all industry bro because like, there's so many fucking the supply and demand is completely out of fucking whack bro so like if you're trying to like be one of those artists who gets through like dude this cutthroat shit has to be happening every fucking day bro it's like you know, if i'm gonna get my time to shine i'd have to cut off like two or three people from my circle then bro that's just sometimes what it is and we see it all the time with like boy bands and shit you know the beyonce 100%. the group always dipping the management's like yo you're fucking carrying this whole group we can make you a star like we don't need fucking uh lance bass and shit you know yeah. uh taking space on the stage like we could take this to a whole nother level and 100 percent shit bro. just that's happens great, that's a great fucking point bro like what if beyonce just became a destiny child for the rest of her life bro she wouldn't be what the fuck she is now so like again it sucks bro like for sure like if i'm this kid marcus i'm fucking tight bro and like he's probably just gonna be that guy for the rest of his life like yo back in the day i helped this guy i mean i mean like that's gonna be his story but dude it just it just is what it is bro then you hope like obviously this guy is talented enough to like make it on his own and not need some fucking like to be a part of someone else's thing, like just do your own thing. So, yeah, um, yeah but that, like, that story though, maybe even like share the link and like when we post this uh, next week, like that was a, a very well, well done interview though. So shout out to, what was the guy's name, Yaz Yasmin? Hello, Yasmin. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll post the well link done. to his, his video in the description so he knows we're not like cloud chasing and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was, that was just giving the dude props for doing a very well done yeah. piece but again I, I think the overall theme i think that we're trying to get as like yo shit like this probably happens yet like every single day in the industry and like if you're a fucking 13 year old kid at the time i'm not gonna hold this shit against you yeah for sure you know what i mean and then dude i want to get into something real quick before we uh we dip and talk about heat of the week bro so how do you feel so now we're two weeks removed almost from takashi's like coming back party and bro do you I know we asked if this shit's sustainable, bro. The way that he was bitching about the uh, 
the the streaming numbers and like he you can see he was like he was mad mad right like, we were mm -hmm. saying that like he was making fun of other people being mad at him like yo you could tell that he was mad yeah <laughs> like bro do you, like did that rub me the wrong way i'm like yeah. bro really so, like how do you like if, if i were to ask again like bro do you think this is sustainable um would you say yes still or you're like on the fence now that's funny that you brought that up too because that was the first time where I, like i was getting annoyed with him i'm like you're not supposed you're supposed to be the guy that doesn't give a fuck and you're giving way too much of a fuck and i'm just like you're doing fine like just continue doing these funny ass jokes about snitching or whatever it is you want to joke about but like once you start you know just literally getting involved in like the, the politics and and everything with the numbers like especially when you're already wasn't he listed like top five or some shit still like i'm pretty sure it's top five fucking right? relax. it may have been like number four actually but yeah, yeah. The top five in the top ten like that's still fucking impressive it's like when it's almost like when someone you know when uh, a bully or whatever makes fun of you and you make fun of yourself and everyone's laughing because you know they know you're not bothered but like the minute you know they're actually a, even a little bit bothered it kind of way takes away from the fun in it and and i if once he starts showing that the snitching stuff and numbers and stuff are getting to him it's gonna be really hard for me to like find it funny anymore right because i think like his are like none of him like uh complaining about the numbers was funny bro like yeah. it wasn't like it just came across as someone like really pissed off and like annoyed and feeling like cheated by like the system and i'm like yeah. bro like I, I understand your shock value but bro if you actually think 50 million people watched your shit you were out of your fucking mind bro like your your team was also manipulating the fuck out of those numbers right so like bro like let's stop fucking you know the calling the kettle black or whatever the fuck that saying is bro like you were doing the same shit they just did it better bro so like right. that shit just rubbed me the wrong way i'm like that's where i feel like this dude is just too much of like shock value um again i think he has a better management team around him so i think he'll be he'll be around in a year but bro if he doesn't start fucking dropping quality music's like songs every other month or every other week bro mm -hmm. like this shit's gonna die out real soon because you can already see it's getting to him and bro mm -hmm. he, again he, he's still fucking well he's 25 26 like, he's still a kid he's fucking in lockdown regardless of what the world's happening like he wouldn't be in lockdown regardless right at home so yeah. like he's probably on edge as it is every second of the day you'll probably start seeing the real Takashi come out yeah. if he's not able to like if his next single doesn't go in the top 25 he might start losing his fucking like yo like we'll start seeing the real Takashi yeah if more shit like this start doesn't start going his way bro because yeah. he I think he thoroughly believed he was going to be number one and to fucking finish three places below that he already kind of started deviating from the plan mm -hmm. dude I, it might be even more entertaining to see him fucking spiral out of control but it kind of makes me fall back to that like yo, yo you're what you're trying to do right now isn't going to be sustainable because your only plan right now is keep winning and bro everybody can't win every time like you're going to yeah. get an l here or there For and sure. what's going to happen bro like you're just going to fucking start bitching about the whole system like that's that's not going to help you yeah and we'll see friday because he's releasing another video same time but i'm willing to bet you remember last friday or was it two fridays ago when um right at noon or 3 p.m eastern time he claimed his live like crashed or something and he couldn't uh get on till 12 30. i'm pretty sure he did that because he knew people like me and you or whatever would look at the music video in anticipation of him um getting on live because yeah 
everyone was surprised that he even dropped a music video so they're like fuck it well he's not on live but i'm gonna go check out the video and see what he's like now uh which, yeah, which is genius too. yeah it's genius but i think to your point it's, it's fucking stupid that uh he's complaining about the numbers knowing deep down he probably pulled some shit like this 100 percent, bro mm. yeah that's that's i think bro i was like yo like because I went into last week, like, all right, dude, like, you're, you're fucking clowning, clowning everybody. It's fucking hysterical. You're getting under the skin of, like, really fucking famous, like, hip-hop heads. Dude, keep that momentum going. But to come out fucking, oh, man, my numbers, this is bullshit. They're buying, you know, with the credit cards. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> like, yeah. this is the research you're doing? Like, you're worried about fucking Ariana Grande, motherfucker? Like, yeah. that's your fucking... Right? Yeah, it's not even, like, his meek or something. Like, someone who he was clowning and then, like, somehow came up on him like some pop random pop star and you're complaining about this shit i was like bro come on bro like this is not like yo we know you're not a gangster but bro don't be a bitch bro. Like, don't be like, this. <laughs> like this is what you're coming across right now so that was just funny to me because like how like yo this industry is fucking ruthless bro like within a week you could fucking just change your whole perspective on someone and yep. again i really think like yo if he doesn't get some more wins soon Bro, this motherfucker is gonna spiral out of fucking control, bro. Like, cause yeah. he, he's probably really like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like, I ain't going back to jail. So, like, yo, like, if I might go, he might do a video in the street, bro. Like, just expose his whole life. Like, bro, I don't care. Like, whatever <laughs> gets likes right now. His, he really is a fucking like social media whore right now. All he wants is likes and views. That's all he wants. And bro, he needs so. it. Like he is at this point, like that's the only way he's gonna survive. That's the only way he's gonna survive, bro. And like social media money, bro. Like so, yeah, man. Because like, first of all, even if the world wasn't like this, bro, he can't go on tour. So like, it's no like, this is all he has, bro, forever. So that's yeah, man. Like, and it's so what we're only like what three weeks removed from him coming out of jail, yeah. bro. I can't even wait to see what's gonna happen in like three more weeks if he doesn't get that number one record or a top ten record next song. Because again. I don't know if he has writers for him, bro, but dude, if the next shit doesn't slap, whew, mm -hmm. it's going to be bad, bro. It's going to be yeah. like, it'll be great for us for content, <laughs> but it's going to be bad, bro. He's like the it clown. It, that's, it's so weird how these like clown analogies and everything are so true because the it clown needed to feed off your fear. And the 100%. minute you weren't afraid of him, this motherfucker was dead. So it's like Takashi, like the minute people just literally don't give a fuck about what he's doing. His career's gone. Like, he's he can't gone, do anything. Bro. Unless That's he moves to fucking bro. Argentina or some shit and starts doing reggaeton. Yeah, dude. And what's funny is, like, the, apparently, like, out of the 51 million views he got, like, 20 were, like, from overseas. I was like, damn, this motherfucker got overseas fans like that? So, again, I'm, it, it, it definitely rubbed me the wrong way. I feel like I wasn't the only one. But, yeah, dude, let's uh, let's pray for his ass because, again, I think it's going to be a... Uh, he's going to lose his fucking mind if he's not able to do this shit, like, real, real soon. Yeah. Um, but, so, wait, he's dropping this song this Friday or next Friday? I'm pretty sure it's this Friday. Uh, okay. I'll have to double check. But either way, I set a reminder. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll check that one out. But I know I'm excited for... Uh, I think Gunner's dropping an album on Friday, too. Um, it is Friday, by the way. Yeah, nice. So yeah, and I, I know Gunna is dropping a full length album on uh, on Friday too. So I'm excited about that because Gunna has a couple recent songs. I think I did it last time, like Skybox. Like, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, I feel like Gunner's in that same like Don Toliver lane. That like, you know, there's shit like a couple albums he dropped ago was trash, but like he did all his features are so so fucking like classic level that you always just give him the benefit of the doubt. So I'm like, all right, bro, let's, let's I'll give this one one more chance. So I definitely want to see what uh what Gunna drops on uh, on Friday. Nice.
I actually like him a, a whole lot more than Lil Baby. I know there's a lot of like comparisons and shit because I mean they're not like they're kind of like affiliated in a way, right? I mean they have two albums together. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I still haven't been able to get into Lil Baby shit that much, but gonna I think I mean more so it's been features, I will say, but I'm starting to to warm up to his his style and uh music in general. Dude, but little baby, dude, I, I, so I, there's been some like, uh, apparently he wants to get out of his label with QC, um, because uh-huh. he was talking to someone like, there's a reason why he didn't have that many features of people from his label. Uh-huh. And dude, I think that if we go back to the Megan the Stallion thing, I think Rock Nation is trying to sign him because uh, Jay Z just released like a title playlist of like Jay Z's uh-huh. favorite tracks. Like, you know, like how Obama has like his favorite songs of the year, like Jay-Z yeah. just did his own like version of that. And bro, like out of the 25 songs, I think like six of them were Little Baby. So like, I wonder if this is his way of like saying, yo, come over here, dog, we'll take yeah. care of you. That's funny you brought that up too, because I, so I just watched Hello Yazine released another Dark Side video of, on Lil Uzi Vert. And he alluded okay. to like Rock Nation being like these snakes, like kind of like Suge Knight, like, yo, do you want your, your fucking producer in your videos? rubbing his hands yeah. and dancing and shit. Like, just trying to fucking convince him to come over and then put him in, like, some other crazy-ass deal that they can never get dude, out of. Dude, I feel like they're not, like, um... I don't know, bro. Not 360. If you think about it, dude, it has to be some kind of deal where, like, they... Dude, I feel like Jay-Z gets very minimum and his focus is just, like, quantity. Bro, because, yeah. dude, if you go down the fucking Rock Nation roster, bro, every genre... Every artist assigns that shit, bro. Like, yo, Shakira <laughs> yeah. is signed to Rock Nation, bro. Like, yeah. yo, he. I, we're signed to Rock Nation. We don't even know dude, it. Dude. Like, <laughs> like, bro, like, everyone is signed to Rock Nation. So I really think his goal is, like, bro, I have the biggest and best management team. I'll fucking, like, it's almost like a fucking, like, uh, m- like a pyramid scheme, bro. He's like, yo, I'll, I know what to tell these little minions what to do, and they'll go do it. And, like, even if I get just 5% of that, yeah. Like, bro, like, I'm good. That's so, like, still, dude, like 5% of the whole industry, basically. Still, exactly. Yeah. Dude, like, exactly. Because, like, even, I think, like, Amazon, bro, like, I think their profit margins are fucking just, like, 0.15%. But, bro, 0.15% of, like, a trillion sales. <laughs> yeah. Every day, too. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like, that's what I really think his, like, his, like, his business model is for Rock Nation. Because, bro, like, there's too many artists on that thing that do no one has complained about rock nation bro everyone's loving life they have mm-hmm. the rock nation brunch they're fucking winning grammys so bro like i think they just love it because like he gives them full control gives them a budget they keep probably like around 85 percent of their money and he just gets like the small percentage and he's like yo yep, all good bro you're all with me i'll take care of you because bro the shit he did with, i mean i don't know the, i haven't seen the yazine thing but at least from what i heard the uzi bird thing bro he just stepped in and was like yo you're with me now drama go fuck yourself <laughs> like it was like okay like that some just shit like happening. that yeah and i heard uzi like he like f- again fucked over like his day ones for some reason and like jock uh bit some shit like he copied one of the rappers concepts for his album or something um and then yeah rock nation swooped in and was like yeah it's all us now yeah dude and the same thing with megan the stallion bro like she like out of nowhere she has problem with her fucking label so it's like bro like yes yeah, so i really think like this is his uh way so uh, apparently jay-z's a fucking little baby fan bro because yeah, he'll be uh-huh. signed to rock nation like in a couple weeks nice. um all right man so before we did this is actually probably one of our best episodes in a while so appreciate the content um yeah. what do you want to do for your uh heat of the week i know you mentioned it might be uh, a, theme, yeah. a song off high off life album. 
So off of Future's High Off Life album, uh, my favorite track was Outer Space B. Who's that um, with? It's just him. Oh, um, nice. It's got a very, very smooth beat. It's not like anything that I think is going to be played on the radio and probably not going to be a favorite for a lot of people. Dude, uh, what is the radio, first of all? <laughs> yeah, true. I haven't listened to the radio literally in like four months or some shit. Yeah, Maybe all, ever. People aren't, been, people aren't even in their cars anymore. So like, yeah. what is the radio? <laughs> yeah, what is radio? That's a good point. Um, I, Well... I mean, where the fuck would I hear somebody ever uh, at a party? Okay, I'll say at a party. Yeah. I want to hear somebody play this shit. But like, it's it's it bumps. It's a cool like mellow track you would listen to if you were driving somewhere. I'm gonna be driving to Orange County tonight, so I'm definitely gonna be playing this. Nice. Um, but it's kind of the classic future vibe. I like just trap, but has a, a chill atmosphere that you can like smoke a drink to, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I immediately added to my playlist. I listened to it when I was on my my staycation um nice. it was one of those moments where i'm where i felt like i really do appreciate these quote-unquote mumble rap- rappers that people tend to talk shit about and hate because they had a different vibe that you know your standard mc just can't so um that's my heat of the week what is it uh outer space bit um all right but sorry about technical difficulties i'm a fucking idiot when it comes to max um <laughs> But yeah, so my heat of the week, and I agree with your heat of the week, um, by the way, that, that definitely, there's, there's a lot of good songs on the future album. That's definitely one of them. For me, it's also on the future album. It's uh, Too Comfortable. That's a fucking, I don't know, it just has a very melodic, perfect future approach. Um, the concept of the song is not difficult to understand. Too Comfortable, literally telling any girl he's with, like, bitch, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's like a million of you. And he has like nine baby mamas. So he really, I think he, he actually feels that way um so yeah i think too comfortable is my uh is my hit of the week for nice. for Shirley. i heard that one working out and i was like damn yo like yeah yo don't get too comfortable <laughs> either <dog." laughs> as you're working out and trying to fucking get your six pack or maintain your six pack for the summer yeah, maintain just maintain anything bro but yeah that's my heat of the week um yeah but i'm definitely looking forward to gonna and yeah let's see what uh, our boy takashi does uh on friday as well nice. um Bro, a lot of content. Thank God that I did not get deleted because that would have been fucking hard. If I was already pissed going into this shit, I yeah. was going to be pissed going so You were catching a body tonight. Florida was going to have one, like, one death not related to coronavirus. Facts, bro. And I'd be like, <laughs> yep, it was me, bro. It was me. Um, <laughs> Hi, my brother. So what's the plan at OC? You're just going for the, the day? Is your oh, so family? Or? We didn't really touch on it in the beginning, but I got my hair dyed. I don't know if you can see anything, but it's, it's dark brown. Um, yeah, it's not coming through at all. <laughs> came to learn that, uh, hence why I'm going to the OC again. Uh, I found out that I guess black hair can't um, really be dyed any uh, lighter color without bleach. So basically, oh, really? like if you wanted to dye your hair pink, how which you would never do unless you're trying to battle Takashi or some shit, they would have to bleach your hair first to be, which will turn it like blonde, and then they have to add pink dye to that bleached blonde hair so it's like a two-step process or something i saw my it happened to my girl who actually got like pink highlights or some shit um so it's a whole different so process did you know this going in or like the person did it for you was like oh my bad like we got to do this yeah. again. so I, I knew it no i didn't know it going in um the first time she did it it was like it was almost like nothing changed and i'm like well can you 
take the dye an extra step because if you bleach your hair you have to like come back in every month and fucking get it maintained and everything whereas with the dye it's like basically that color forever unless you shave your head um right. and i was in the moment i'm like no i don't really want to dye it and have to come back and pay like 70 bucks and go to those so i'm like just dye it lighter she did it in the moment like in the light and everything i think i was comfortable with yeah. it but then like i literally went home and like nobody noticed the difference i had to like fucking shine the light from my phone on my head to even like see it i sent you a picture and you could vaguely see it but i i had to take that picture like in the sunlight at the right angle because i was like this nigga's gonna think i'm stupid if if i just I take was this, like, yo, is this the before <laughs> yeah well so he's i knew you were gonna be like yo what is this, this dude's bugging he doesn't have he's fucking colorblind or something so i'm like fuck all that um i downloaded this app that uh allows you to basically test different hair colors and i That's decided cool. i decided on this like dark blonde slash gold brown color that I, that came out really nice um so i, mean, I told that picture of that guy that like you said that you kind of want to get to that was like a, yeah. i get that like that made sense so. well the, the girl made it all complicated she's like but technically he has like gold tips and your hair is not long enough for that and shit i'm like whatever i'm just gonna go dark blonde or something that's like very obvious but not like not like bad bunny shit where it's it's just kind of um uh, just in your face so i hit her up i'm like yo i need i need to uh, come to you like within the next five days so i'm going back down tonight so i could go back so to she charging you again though or is this like hey she I hit, but it's like time. it's basically like half the rate of what um she normally charges for um okay for bleaching and all that so i'm like whatever uh and then i'm going to vegas or not vegas but henderson nevada which is i don't know like 30 minutes from vegas 20 minutes this weekend nice. uh with nice. my, for like another couple my brother, there. yeah a couple of my nice. brothers and my girl um we just want to get away again so not doing whole, a whole lot except kicking it out the house and partying and stuff so should you be guys fun. have a house there though or like you're running airbnb uh airbnb um nice. so we found like one sick one um that wasn't too pricey and they somehow allow pets. I hope they don't fuck it up. My brother has a big ass boxer dog. Um, but you don't bring the cats, though, right? No. Especially after what I how I heard his my brother's dog behaved at the beach. Apparently, like he went at some dog's throat and shit. If he kills oh, my cats, I kill him. So that's gonna be, that's gonna be the end of that family reunion moving yeah. forward. So. <laughs> right. Never look at that uh, dog the same. Dude, facts. All right, man. So like definitely take pictures, and obviously, let's see uh, how big is the group going to. So it's just what you and your, you have three brothers, right? Or uh, well, I technically have five, but only two of them are coming. So okay, two brothers and then my girl. All right, it's not a big. That's that's a chill group. It's not like ten people, and you're like, damn, this really pride is not the best move. But like, yeah, like four people and a dog is yeah. is, is is dope. Yeah. Um, are there any like are you guys like planning like going hiking or some shit or is just just chilling at the crib? Not really. To be honest, I don't I don't think there's any like hiking locations nearby. But chill at the crib because it has like a pool and stuff. Um, nice. Obviously, like ordering a couple times, maybe watch a movie, um, and then enjoy the drive. Normally, I would never say that because no one typically likes driving. But I'm looking forward nah, to bro. seeing nice different to be scenery. In the car, bro. Yeah, I love being in the car. I, I went to pick up food like three weeks into this shit, and I was like, "Damn, I just missed driving, bro." Like, I, I wasn't even going anywhere scenic. So you're gonna see some scenic shit on your drive. So yeah, and I, I, I thoroughly understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. 
So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Hopefully, uh, next week for both of us will be less stressful. Yeah, dude. I see. Yeah, I do pray for that. I uh, hope everyone is having a better lockdown than we are in May. But fuck it, bro. We're just. I really just hope going into June, this shit's like, like not over, but bro, like some normalcy. And that dude, we probably sound like such fucking bitches because, like, in hindsight, three months out of a year doesn't sound like terrible, but it's terrible, bro. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, this shit is terrible, bro. Like, yeah. I am so over this shit. So yeah, I really hope we can. Uh, get some more outside events going man because like the, especially now bro like, even like dude i was just, I, I i do my family workouts and we did it on the deck outside it's like 66 degrees but sunny i'm like bro i want to be outside for any fucking reason like come on like, just let me go outside bro. right you have a do you have a the long weekend off for memorial day yeah i got i got monday off yeah so nice. i got lucky long weekend so um and i'm gonna be in new jersey next week so yeah i'll be yeah. uh I'll be out there with, the, with with my aunt. She asked me to stay an extra week, and I'm like, yo, I got nowhere to go, bro. So that's fine. I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, my dude. So another episode in the book, episode 29. It was all the stream. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, I know our Instagram and Twitter are right here, so hit us up. Um, and obviously our YouTube is uh, available, as always, with multiple shorter clips now and longer full video of the episode. Um, I hope you guys laugh when we have that random cut off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know we did. That shit was hilarious. All right, my dude. Love you, man. Be safe. And uh, definitely send me a picture of the uh, hopefully blonder, browner hair. Sure, man. Will do. And uh, tune in. Peace. Peace.